If you're going to build something from nothing, you've got to know what really works. I took a $1,000 loan and built a $5 billion business, and now I make smart investments in new businesses on Shark Tank. This is Barbara Corcoran, and you're listening to Business Unusual. Today on Business Unusual, I'll answer your questions about business, motivation, life, or anything else on your mind. But first, today I'm talking creativity, how to stay creative yourself, and how to build a creative team. I turned the Corcoran Group into the creative force of the real estate industry. No easy feat. I was a naturally creative type of person when I got started in business, but I knew if I were to become a leader in my field, I would need to build beyond myself and create a large team of other creative people. And that took putting good systems in place to make sure it happened. Here's how I keep myself creative and make sure my Shark Tank companies are doing the same. I've never had a great idea at the office, but I found all my best ideas on the outside. I've never created a single idea that was original, but I keep my eyes and ears open for things I find clever or interesting around me. If my attention is drawn to something unusual or I notice smart execution of something, I always ask myself, hey, how can I use this in my business? Early in my business, I saw Reverend Moon advertising his small, friendly face in a Pan Am airline classified ad page. His tiny face captured my attention because it was the only face among ads filled with only typeset. That turned into me putting my face in all my real estate ads in the New York Times and later making my face the brand of my big business. I watched an intriguing Italian Airlines arrival board post their arrivals in four colors. Every other airline was doing it in black and white. That turned into color-coding my entire property listing system with different colors for different size apartments, making them all so easy to find for my sales agents. While watching the Kentucky Derby on TV, I noticed the winning horses were all wearing huge gold ribbons on their head harnesses. That turned into me handing out oversized gold ribbons to my winning salespeople. I didn't put them on their heads, of course, but every time they made a million-dollar sale, I gave them a new gold ribbon, and they pinned it on their bulletin boards like they were the greatest trophies they had ever had. You may not believe this, but we doubled our million-dollar sales within that year. You have to realize that fun and creativity are kissing cousins. You've got to mandate fun and creativity in your business if you want it to happen. When I was a kid, I watched my dad hand over his $400 pay to my mom every week and watched my mom hand my dad back a $20 bill, always saying, Hey, here's your mad money, Ed. Go out and have some fun. And with 10 kids to work for and feed at home, my dad was very happy to oblige. You need to do the same in your business. I gave every one of my sales managers 5% of their operating budget every month to spend however they wanted on fun things and new ideas for their office. If they didn't use the extra money by year-end, they had to give it back. They never wanted to give it back and used it to create innovative things to try and new things to do for fun without any fear of wasting money. And boy, did they get creative. And their entire office got creative along with them. Not only did they plan for fun excursions and parties, but they also made a habit of trying out wacky ideas and ways of making the real estate business even more fun. The Mad Money Budget created a culture of innovation at my business. At work, we learned to laugh at all the tries and all the failures, and by failing, we accidentally discovered other ideas that actually worked. 
And every new innovation at the Corcoran Group grew my business, giving us the reputation as a creative force in our field, and it wouldn't have happened if we hadn't designated mad money for that purpose. In short, we mandated creativity. I think it's smart to have a good idea box in every business. We had a bright green one in each office, and salespeople and employees donated their ideas all week long on things we could do better for them and for their customers. On Monday morning's meeting in front of everybody, I opened the box and read out every single idea, good and bad, and I publicly rewarded the person in front of their peers for every idea with a crisp $1 bill. Some ideas were great, and many were not so good, but the green box encouraged everyone to think of ideas without any risk of being judged as either good or bad, and they got their dollar for it either way. I think it's smart for the boss to share their own failed attempts with their staff. It humanizes the boss and takes the shame out of trying new things and failing for everyone in the organization. Employees naturally emulate their boss even if they don't like them, and watching their boss make mistakes in public without shame creates respect for trying and acceptance of failing. It communicates that it's okay to try and fail and that it's just part of the company's innovative culture and the company grows into a powerful team of open, innovative workers eager to invent the next new thing. This is Business Unusual with Barbara Corcoran. And now it's time to answer your questions on Business Unusual. Writer from Fayetteville, Arkansas asks, Barbara, you say to build a business, passion is just not enough. I know I'm a 10 plus in passion. And what's more important than that? Writer, the reason I think passion is so grossly overrated is there are too many people jumping out there with a passion for their business, but nothing more. What you really need to find out is if your passion can actually make money. And my best advice for you sizing that up fast is to go out with your product or your service and pitch it and see if someone will actually hand you the money that it takes for them to get one. If they won't give you the money, your passion is just that. It's a starting point, but it sure ain't a business. And that's all the questions we have time for today. If you have a question, tweet it at Barbara Corcoran, and I may just answer it on a future episode. You've been listening to Business Unusual with me, Barbara Corcoran. Come back next week to hear more steps and missteps I took on the path to success on Business Unusual. Business Unusual is part of the iHeartRadio Podcast Network. Be sure to follow Business Unusual on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.